Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Everyone has at least one good story. And some of us have stories that are just to the left of normal. We're interested in the ones that push the boundaries of what we can perceive. Stories that defy explanations. Stories with an air of mystery. Stories we might not share. For fear of being thought of differently. But don't worry. We're all friends here. So, what's What's your weird story? story? It is time once again for your favorite podcast of true stories told by the people who experienced them, who lived them there in their lives, that comes to you every week, hits your ear holes on a regular basis, hopefully doing them just right. Uh, It is the What's Your Weird Story podcast. I am one of your hosts, Adam Beebe, with me as always is my oldest, dearest friend, uh, Mr. Barry Johnston, the Smiling Sensei. Hello, Barry. Merry Christmas, Professor. How are you, sir? Thank you very much. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to you. And also joining us because, hey, this is our Christmas special. uh, and, And we're having the office party is our special correspondent and uh, resident, uh, what was it, what was it, what was it, Tilly? It's Tilly. Correspondent and paranormal. Keeper of the bong. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm the master of lists now. Yes, master of lists. I do have another list tonight. Master of lists. Love it. Tilly, Tilly, thank you for joining us. Happy Halloween. Uh, Now, happy (laughs) holidays. Merry Christmas, all that stuff. It's spooky because I'm celebrating Christmas as cryptid Christmas, as in like cryptozoology, not to mix it up with like crypt where people are laid to rest. Yes, important (laughs) distinction. Or crypto, yeah. Is the the (laughs) digital currency that's got it, you know. We'll see where that goes. But, hey, uh, if anybody's got any crypto they want to send us our hey, way, man, that would be a great yeah, Christmas dude. present. We would totally appreciate that. So, yeah, so we're sitting around here. We we're having our office party where uh, our couple of our correspondents, our special correspondents who are usually with us here, our, uh, Bobby is out on a special CIA top secret mission that, uh, oops, I probably shouldn't have mentioned that. Everybody get ready yeah. for strike it from uh, on a top mission. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Strike hit the that flash button for men in black it. We got a men in black it for a second, so everybody forgets I said that. And what uh, are we talking about? And well, I was just saying how uh some of our social correspondents aren't with us, uh, Bobby, but also Jeff uh, Uncle Jeff is not able to join us again that, this year for the Christmas tradition, uh, but for legal reasons, we can't explain why. Um, so we are going to be sharing some uh, spooky Christmas stories as we do every year, and we're going to all take turns sharing some. Uh, Tilly, the master of list, has a list for us of, I believe, weird Christmas traditions from around the world. Is that correct? 
Absolutely. Sweet. That's going to be fun. And uh, we're just going to have a good time. We're going to uh, kick it off with some of this killer eggnog that my brother makes with lighter fluid. Love it. And uh, <laughs> it's going to be a good time. It's part of our tradition. <laughs> so, <laughs> Barry, what's your favorite thing? What, what What's your favorite like, uh, what's your favorite Christmas present you ever got? How about oh, that? Oh, man. Um, or what's the best favorite you know, thing that you've given somebody? I'm going to get, I've, I've got, uh, well, that too. That's a whole other, um, I'll, I'll say the, the first Christmas gift I think I ever got that I remember. And also let's remember that while we do have a lot of bit of freedom here, we do want to keep this relatively PG-13. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no that adult, goes for everybody. No adult toy talk. Uh, I just saw a, a, a gleam in Tilly's eye over there. So <laughs> yeah, you know. I have to reevaluate what my favorite Christmas was now. Yeah. <laughs> no uh, Jenga in this story, right? <laughs> Is uh, that what the kids are calling it these days? Hey yo! Uh, <laughs> I'll let you all use your imagination for that. So Barry, <laughs> uh, I think it had to be. I got Castle Grayskull. Um, oh man, that was a big get. You know, I, I that was yeah. a very that's a very vivid memory for me. And also, yeah. uh, Transformers are also very. Um, yeah, I can remember waking up super early, man, to go in and see. You know, mm-hmm. and oh, oh yeah, it was that was that was the best. Yeah, dude. Always. So your family was the tradition of uh, Christmas morning. Christmas morning. Yeah, um, man. You, would you? Yeah. 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 Which, which now. So uh, we still do Christmas morning. My wife's family does Christmas Eve. Interesting. Yeah. So that was interesting to get used to. I bet. Yeah. But yeah, so, yeah, yeah, man. man, yeah, that yeah, those are good stuff, man. Those uh, early eighties toys, they were awesome, boy. To early eighties boy, oh, so good, dude. A good time to be alive. And absolutely, be oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. How about you, Tilly? Were you now? Did you guys do? Were you Christmas Eve or Christmas morning for presents? Christmas morning, absolutely. All right, nice. Good. Stuff. I think. Um, so I don't remember what year this was, but my cousins, they always came down and they live in Oklahoma. They're out of Tulsa, Broken Arrow area. Great. Yeah. And so they came down this, uh, specific year and it was the year that they broke it to me that Santa didn't exist. Uh, Hold on. on, Sorry. Um, What do you, okay. Back up. What was that again? I know, right? Yeah, they they broke me some news that, you know, is clearly a lie. <laughs> okay. Because if we're going to be talking that trash. Right? You know, I don't I don't uh, you know, that's just cuz I know Santa. I know Santa exists. Personal. I he know flies Santa personally. around on a unicorn and right. delivers right. presents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, look, yeah. Look, I know Santa personally. We're in the same beard club. You know, I we meet up, and uh, you know, I right. know him. He's a he's a great guy. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so but anyway, all these people that just white? deny. Yeah, well, yeah. He doesn't I mean, bleach it. Okay. No, no, no. He's old, uh, but he's, he's old. very very spry. He, and he, he, he for sure does like just live infinitely forever. Yeah. How how, did, how is his beard game? Does he keep it nice and like tight up here and like? Well shaven up top and thi- like oh yeah, dude, thick. 
Are we yeah, tra- dude. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it is round. pure as is driven snow, man. I mean, it is just the whitest white and curly and 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 soft and fluffy uh, looking. I haven't, you know, gotten up in it or anything. Yeah, yeah, but yes, um, you know, I mean, things happen at Beard Club, but I'm not, you know, I'm not uh, in all of them. Um, you know, but it's it's whatever. You know, it's cool. Um, Santa's a he's a very progressive uh, individual, and uh, you know. Um, but anyway, what happens at Beer Club? What uh, really at fast. Club? Yeah. yeah. Um, ne- next time you see him, you need oh. to ask him if he was born old, or if at one point oh. he became like eighty years old yeah. and then just stopped. That's kind yeah, of the yeah. eternal question. That is, yeah. is, you know, but I, I can't, I mean, you know, hey, just, you know, you, you got to have some mystery, you know? I mean, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, I yep. mean, you know, Nick's cool, you, you know, Nick, that's, a, you know, that's what it's his name. Yeah, um, sure. But, you know, I don't know, Chris, some people call him Chris, but I've always known him as Nick. Right. Um, he calls you, you know, Ad, right? Ad. I, yep, yep. Or Mr. Beebe. He right. likes to call me Mr. Beebe as well. Right. And yeah. I appreciate that, you know. That's I can't. Cool. I try to call him Mister Claus, um, but you know, or Mister Kringle sometimes, you know, because he's got two legal names. So it's very strange, but hey, yeah, right. he's Santa. I don't doubt anything about. Of course, you know, he's just, of but, course. Uh, but yeah, so you know, I like to. Hey, you know, mysteries. There's some good things to have mystery about. So you know, next time you next time you bump into Santa in the middle of the night, you can ask him some questions. <laughs> All right. So anyway, (laughs) (laughs) too much eggnog. (laughs) Yeah, uh, you know. So somebody was telling you some some craziness. Yeah, my cousins. You know, they they thought you know uh, Santo didn't exist. So they you know wanted to update me on that information. Hopefully, they've updated themselves since then. Um, so they tell me this news, and I'm upset. Because I'm sitting on the second floor window, uh, looking off in the distance. I'm looking through the stars, trying to see if I can pinpoint, you know, the light that's supposed to be Santa or maybe Rudolph Snows or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's when my cousin broke that news that's false. So then we go downstairs. We're sitting around the fireplace. Um, We're telling, like, folklore um, one story was if you throw a log into the fire and it sparks, um, I think it was like Santa, I don't even remember something about the, the, um, oh no, I remember now. Okay. So you throw a log in and if it sparks, it means it's going to snow on Christmas day. Okay. So, and it sparked and it did snow the next nice. day. It was the only oh, snow. That's yeah, awesome. it was the only snow we got the whole season. So oh. I loved it. Yeah, snowy Christmas is. Uh, I always you cannot beat a white Christmas. Oh, no. a snowy I, Christmas. I so great. feel like I expected even more because I wanted to snow for my birthday and Christmas, being that my birthday is two days before Christmas. <laughs> wow, that's 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 got to suck because you got you know yeah you don't get that break that yeah. space in between two you know, separate where it's just like birthday. Yes. It's getting, you know, you get, it's, you get, you're not getting the full birthday and Christmas combo deal. No, uh, I feel sorry for you. It, I, <laughs> I feel like it wasn't that bad um, because uh, I have grandparents. I don't have like a huge family, but my yeah. parents divorced before I was born. 
So mm-hmm. I still do get two sets of presents regardless. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Well, that's great. Kind of, yeah, right. Exactly. So it's not <laughs> that bad. It almost just feels like an extended birthday. Now, I, that would be cool. Yeah, that's yeah. Good, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of sweet. That's nice that they do that for you, you know? Yeah. So, so on this night, like, I kind of felt better about the whole thinking about Santa not existing because I knew that the next day supposed to yeah. snow. Yeah. Right. Um, from seeing the sparks off the log. So, um, I always like to sleep. We had this little love seat, um, in the living room and I would always sleep on it so that when I woke up in the morning, I could see that Santa was yeah. there. Even the cookies on the table. Sure. When I, yep. as I woke up, the cookies were already gone. The presents were already there. Yep. And I just loved being surprised as soon as I opened my yeah. eyes. Yeah. And that's yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. what happened. It's awesome. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. So yay, yay still, to good to good to good people that bring kids up the right way. That's the right way yeah, to right. make make it special, you know. And yep. I I was still a little convinced that Santa didn't exist though because I woke up and my mom was putting um, this blue fuzzy chair. It was one of those that's like closed up and then it opens into like the butterfly style, kind of like a gaming uh, chair. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was putting that under the tree, and that's that's all she put under the tree. So I was like, man, Santa really isn't real. But then when I officially woke up, because that was at like 3 in the morning, when I officially woke up at 6, 7 in the morning, there was an American Girl doll, and I had been flipping through the pamphlets that they used to send in the mail picking out like this doll that I wanted, but they, she didn't have everything that I wanted. There was just a couple things that I liked. And I had told my mom, like, don't get me this for Christmas because they don't have exactly what I want. And she was like, okay, well maybe next year they'll have what you want. And I said, yeah, that's fine. I don't mind flipping through the pamphlets for another 365 days. But when I woke up, she was there standing under the tree exactly how i wanted her like the the clothes she yep. looked just like me damn and i knew right then and there santa existed and he he heard my request that is awesome that's right santa knows man mm-hmm. cool. i have to say my favorite by the way were you saturday morning or saturday morning were you uh christmas morning christmas morning Family, yeah. Adam, Me? Adam, Me? yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We're Christmas morning yeah. for sure. Uh, sometimes we may get, you know, one present or maybe the stocking the night before, right? Right. Something, you know, just to because like when you're, it's just to ease the agony yep. of uh, being a child. And, yep. Or actually, or even being an adult, you know, because my sister still wants the one, one, one present the night before because she can't wait. But yeah, gotcha. Um, we're definitely Christmas morning, and I was always yes the first up, yeah, and always the most excited because of course. you know I know what the game was, man. Yep. Santa has all the good stuff. So, yep. um, one year when I was um, probably around four, three or four. Santa brought me a uh, Godzilla mm. uh, that it was uh, nice, 20, 24 inches tall. Dude, I remember so, that Godzilla, yes, man. Yes, you do, dude. Yes, yep, I do. I had that Godzilla forever. Yes. It was my favorite toy forever until uh, 
one day, uh, Sugar, uh, my brother's dog, Sugar, got a hold of Godzilla, and Godzilla did not uh, did not win that battle. Yeah. But, uh, but I've since re- replaced that Godzilla, and I have it in storage because I loved it so. Oh, much. that is awesome. It was awesome. You, you, it's it was from the Shogun Warriors line toy line. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fuck yeah, it, dude. It, it had uh, its right hand. There's a little press button on its elbow on the inside of its elbow, and his fist would shoot off. Yes, I remember that. Uh, there was a little like a uh, switch in the back. Yeah. Back. A little stick that you pull down and it would shoot a little flames, yep. but not real flames, yep. out of a tongue, a flame out of its mouth. It is great looking toy. It was awesome. Yep. And uh, yeah, I loved that for years and years and years. That was my favorite. So Santa hit it out of the park. That's with awesome. That yeah, um, that's awesome. Because I mean, I didn't, I don't think I even re- requested it or knew about it. It was just like it was there. That's awesome. Santa, Santa knew. Santa knew. Uh, yeah, yeah. And one of my, but one of my favorite Christmases was. Um, I love giving gifts now. You know, um, that's yeah. what, as I learned from Santa. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, <coughs> one year, um, in high school, I guess it was probably my senior year. Uh, no, no, it was years after. It was a year after high school, but I was dating uh, my high high school girlfriend. Whatever. Um, she was in high school. I was just freshman in college. Anyway, um, I um, found she was a big Counting Crows fan, and I found um, August and everything out. That record is amazing. That's an amazing yeah, yeah. record. Absolutely, absolutely. But she already had that. Okay. You know, and they didn't have any kind of thing. They really didn't have any like singles or anything out. But I found a uh, a bootleg live recording uh, CD, and I paid probably like thirty or forty bucks for it because that's what yeah. you had to do for yeah, bootlegs yeah. back in the nineties. Right. They were fucking ridiculously priced, and they were never. You never knew how good quality was, but this one was spectacular quality yep. um, from a live show. They must have recorded like from the board or something. But anyway, nice, nice. I digress. So I got the CD and then I wrapped it up and I was like, well, she's going to know this is a CD because it's a CD. It's a small. So yeah. I put it in a bare box and I'm like, well, what if I could find another box? <laughs> and so I put it in a bigger box and I put it in six boxes. The last one was like, you know, like half of refrigerator size. It was massive, Gosh. <laughs> massive. And I put it in there and like, you know, as at least six, at least six boxes that I put it inside. And then just, you know, her being just so, oh my God, I can't believe this huge present, you know, that you give me all my, you know, I, I, what is it? Cause it's not real heavy, but what is it? You know? So she's tearing into it and like, you know, there's stuff, there's like snow, you know, like the uh, popcorn, packing popcorn in it. And she digs around, pulls out another box and she laughs and opens it up, pulls out another box, you know. So you get down to this, you know, the Russian uh, dolls of uh, gift wrap and down to the bottom. And there was that CD there. And it was just like awesome because her parents were laughing and her sister were laughing at her. And she was getting kind of frustrated, but also like more hyped about what it was going to be. <laughs> So yeah, so that was that was a classic, you know, uh, because you know I got to do the the whole sitcom thing, yeah, of, yeah, uh, yeah. wrapping yep. up box and box and boxes. <laughs> hey, did you wrap every single box? Oh yeah, 
Oh my god! Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I go. I went all out, man. You don't understand. I how much I I love Christmas. It's like pretty much the only thing I really, the only holiday I really care about. How many Just rolls because, of paper did you have to buy to do that? <coughs> pardon me. Um, I don't know. Probably like four. You know, probably some. Like I went through one of those packs that you get at Walmart for like a dollar. But yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 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 Awesome. It took me way so long to like, yeah, pack it and wrap it up and find new other boxes and stuff like that. But I mean, totally worth it. Totally. Worth it. Did I ever tell you about the year I got coal? <laughs> no. I never told you that. Maybe I don't know. It okay. Sounds, it sounds so, about right. <laughs> it was. It was. <laughs> it was the Christmas after uh, my son Liam was born. Okay. Okay. And so, and my wife and I found out that we had gotten pregnant like two at two months after my son was born. So, right. Uh, uh, Santa left me coal in my stocking because I had been a bad boy that year. <laughs> my my mother in law got such a kick out of that man. It was great. That is hilarious. That's dude. the family hazing that you love, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> So my boys are 11 months apart. Uh, wow. Irish twins, as it were. Yeah, they do for real. Yeah. That's closer than, my, like, my sister and I are a year and 10 days apart, and that's still pretty that's close. close. That's close. Yep. So. Yep. And I definitely was not planned, so, you know. Well, you know, I had these yeah, things hey. happen. Yeah, my, as my sister used to love to lord over me when yeah. we were younger. Oh, as a, as a middle an sister will do. You're an accident. Oh, yeah, you're dude. You weren't supposed to happen. Oh, man. <laughs> so, yeah. Yes. I'm like, no. And my, of course, my mom has to, you know, can't lie and says, you were a surprise. Right. You know, <laughs> you're you an unplanned surprise. Absolutely. Like, yeah, that doesn't, you know, yeah. quite candy coated enough. But, you know. Of course, yeah. That's great. <laughs> Phenomenal. So, so all right, list master. Um, uh, by the way, everyone, no, uh, no, no mistletoe this year. I'm sorry because I'm still getting over my cold, and I don't want to. You know, I, I I don't mind giving uh, things, but you know, uh, I'll keep this to myself just for uh, for now. Hit us with the, your list, list master. What are the what? What's the official title here? Okay, so I found an article. It's called 29 of the World's Most Bizarre Christmas Traditions That Will Blow Your Mind. Sweet. And this is from littlething.com or littlethings.com. Okay, nice. Okay. And although I love long lists, as you could tell from my very first episode, um, <laughs> <laughs> and probably a few of the other episodes, I think I have some lists of stuff. Um even though I like long lists, I chose my favorite five out of okay. the list. Oh, beautiful. So that we don't have to go through all 29. Anyone listening, just look up that article and go over the rest. Sweet. sweet <laughs> and sweet. I sent you guys the article because it, they submit pictures with each uh, story. Oh. And so each, each picture has its own little bizarre characteristics. So... Um, I really enjoyed number one on the list, which is New Newfoundland, Newfoundland. Yeah, okay, Newfoundland. yeah, Newfoundland. Yeah. It's like Newfoundland, Canada, so Newfoundland, right? Newfoundland, okay. Canada. Yeah. All right. So their tradition is called mummering. 
And so in Newfoundland, families or groups of friends will put on these masks and then they visit homes of people, just like Christmas carolers. Uh Uh-huh. If you see the picture, these masks are made out of, like, dishcloths, sheets, pillowcases, and they're kind of creepy. They look like clowns with cut circles for eyes, noses, and mouths. It's not something that I would want. Well, okay, I say I don't want to see that when I open my door, but also I would... (laughs) enjoy that if i opened my door to that too at first i'd be a little spooked and then i'd say okay this is cool what are you doing (laughs) um so they're they're basically christmas carolers with these creepy masks on and they're called mummers and they just perform song maybe some short plays or jokes um and that's basically that's interesting. It. Oh is- wow! Okay, I, I I just pulled up some uh, the mummers images for mm-hmm. mummering, and it's creepy. Right? Um, it looks like I'm looking. Um, it looks like basically people took like um, it's I guess like, like a back pillowcase, like a pillowcase or something, and then cut holes in it and just put it over their head. So it looks kind of like um, a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. Ku Klux Klan-y, a little bit like, like lynch mobs back, uh, in, you know, in the in yeah. the old west and in the and the and the the days when they were you know wear masks so that you know they're breaking laws and stuff. And those are that's creepy. Yeah, some of them are painted around the mouth so that you can identify like the mouth and eyes. And it, yeah, it's not pleasant. Oh my god! Hopefully, they <laughs> sing better than they look. Wow, it is wild. And they also like they're wearing robes and all sorts of crazy mm-hmm. getup. Man, it's biz- that is wild. Yeah, I never heard of that. That's that's awesome. Yeah, me neither. Um, I while I was going down a rabbit hole on that, I found this horror movie called Lovely Mummers. So I might watch that okay. around the. Around the yeah, this is creepy as shit, dude. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Isn't it, dude? That's that so is wild. bizarre. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's a horror movie, for sure. Yeah. And hopefully the horror movie is actually about this, because I don't remember, but I found Lovely Mummers is a movie. Oh, it looks... I'm, I'm, according to uh, Wikipedia here, Mummering uh, um, is a... Uh, it's a Christmas house visiting practiced in Newfoundland mm-hmm. and Labrador, Ireland, uh, and in Philadelphia and parts of the UK. Wow. Philadelphia. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's wild. That is interesting. Damn. All right. So okay. number two on the list, Catalonia. Okay. The legend of the pooping Christmas log. Okay. <laughs> I, I <laughs> feel right. like it's, it's, I've heard of this. But how do we get a log to poop? So that's my first most question. Most of the time, they are painting little smiling faces on the cut end of the log. They bring them into their home and they feed it every night. It says they bundle <laughs> the log at night to keep it warm, and then they treat it with love and kindness. Then on Christmas Day, the children beat the log with sticks while ordering it to poop out gifts for them. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like the pinata, but it's wood. Yeah, it's, it's and hanky <laughs> pinatas, man. That's it's great. Yeah, do, wow. is, do you think that's the 
where the theme for Mr. Hanky came from? Like, it has you know, to it, be. Yeah. It possibly, Could man. Be. Possibly. That's pretty funny. <laughs> oh, man. That is wild, dude. <laughs> that There's is another wild. one that is in that part of the world that is part of the nativity um, that, you know, so in most of the nativities of all over, you have, of course, uh, Mary and Joseph and the baby Jesus, and you have the animals, and you have the wise men, and and uh, you know maybe you got you got those three kings over there, yeah, and uh, yeah. you know you might have in, you know some angels or something, you know. But there's in Spain, uh, they have a special their own special figure, and it's a little guy. And he has pulled down his pants, and he is taking a shit. Dude, uh, yes, that's on this list. <laughs> oh, wow! I, I have this. This is yeah, great. No, okay, it, taking it, shit is so taking a shit is so Christmas, isn't it? Yep. Um, <laughs> okay, so yeah, this is on my list. It's number four on my list. There but you it's, go. It's number ten on the list of twenty nine. Okay. Yeah, that's called. Uh, so. On the list, it says it's from Catalonia, and it's yep. called adding the crapper onto yep. nativities. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, here, I'll, I'll read about that one since we're on that. So it says, Catalonia likes connecting the scatological with their Christmas traditions as evidenced by the addition of their favorite Christmas figure. The, how do, I don't know how to pronounce this, Caganer? Okay. Yeah. Caganer translates literally to the crapper. The traditional Kaganer features an impish man with his trousers down and is placed in a discreet corner of the nativity scene. While this may seem controversial, the Catholic Church in Catalonia has not forbade the practice. One cathedral in Barcelona even has its own official pooper. That is amazing. Can you and, imagine if we had that in live nativity scenes? Yeah. <laughs> that would be a, <laughs> I want the that game. that they show here uh, is like a giant one. Oh, like, wow. Yeah. At all. This he looks is like taking a load off. Yeah, dude. he's huge. That's like, looks like it's in a mall. That is amazing. That is amazing. So yeah, that and, you know, but the thing is, you know, they're 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 hearing about the fact that we don't have one and laughing at us because we don't have right. Yeah, know, the guy taking a crap is like, how could you have a nativity without right. the crapper? Yeah, <laughs> uh, actually, so for my dad's birthday and Christmas and Father's Day every year, I always send him something poop related. Like one year, I sent him. Um, like 100 fun facts about shit, something like that. <laughs> nice. The nice. same year that my sisters, um, who grew up with him, and I, I grew up with my mom in Missouri, so uh, they, like, we had no connection whatsoever on what we were getting him that, that year, and they had bought him one of those, um, what are those things that you sit down on the floor that you put your legs on that helps you poop like put you in a squatting position this the potty squatty or the squatty yeah. potty yeah yeah they, they got him that the same year i sent him the 100 fun facts nice <laughs> <That's> great <Yeah. laughs> hey now you got a whole new thing to send him you can find yes him exactly for your nativity i'm yeah. sending him, him that this year right. perfect <laughs> perfect um okay so number I, three on go ahead I just wanted to say that, you know, for the record, we're, you know, obviously these are strange 
to us, uh, and but we're not laughing. At, you're not, we're not making fun of these uh, everybody's other traditions. We're just you know we find them amusing, and we find them spectacular, and that's why we enjoy mm-hmm. you know hearing about them and talking about them. We're not trying to you know be uh, cultural snobs by any no. way. There's no way as Americans we can be cultural snobs of any sort anyway. <laughs> We're, we're, no, we don't yeah. even know how culturally, 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 I cannot speak right now. Yeah, that's uh, right. And we do action. not speak either so English. Yeah. <laughs> we don't really know how accurate our version of Christmas yeah. is. It's like celebrating Jesus being born. Maybe he was or was not born around December. Like, that's kind of a controversial thing also. Well, yeah, I mean, Christmas is, we know this now, it's a a huge amalgamation of different Yuletide winter customs um, from all over, particularly all over Europe. Um, But, you know, and then new ones that have come up, you know, through America and and all of that from European colonized nations. Where everybody you know celebrates Christmas, um, you know, but there's a, uh, you know, there are uh, the, everybody kind of brings whatever to their to the table, and you know, obviously some things like the uh, the the poop log uh, get you know stay where they are or, or don't get carried as far uh, to the other places, but you know, I mean, some places don't do eggnog because you know how do you even you know get nog from an egg? I don't know, but. Uh, you know, it, I mean, it's you got you know, one me. of those things. It's one of those things. It's just something we do every year. We don't. Nobody in the fucking knows what eggnog is. Pardon right. my French. Nobody <laughs> knows what eggnog is. And uh, I love it personally. Every year, I'm a big fan. I love the shit. I can't drink enough Damn. of it. Can't have enough yep. of it. Crazy. Hey, <laughs> yeah, my uh, when I met my wife, uh, her family on her mother's side, they do Krampus. Which was oh, yes, I yes. love it. Which was Krampus, very, it, yeah. They would do their Indonesian um, Christmas every year, and they would have Krampus come with the Swart the Pete, you know, the uh, yep. the small black uh, people, and uh, <laughs> very interesting. Very, very weird. That's awesome. Uh, a little bit sadistic, uh, yeah. you know, um, but fascinating, man. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Is he yeah. in the well, beard club? Do what? Uh, well, you know, I mean, Krampus. Yeah, yeah. Is he in the Beard Club? He should be. Yeah. He should yeah. be. Yeah, I don't it's know how same... regular he. He's not 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 in my local chapter, but you know, uh, I think I'm sure he is. In it, and, you know, I don't yeah. know where he regularly. But I think he's mainly. Uh, you know, he's maybe over there in the uh, in, you know more of the uh, Western Germany area. Yeah, the Dutch. Uh, not what? Not Germany, Western Europe. Yeah, with the Dutch and the, and yeah. and, and uh, uh, all of that stuff. Yeah, but Krampus is huge still over there, and yeah. it's really strange that yeah. Krampus didn't sur- come over and survive in America. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, because so much of the, of America is like. So much of America is was settled by Germans, people from the German area. Right. Um, you know, I looked at a map of like where immigrants settled, and the predominant majority of the people of that area that immigrated to there, um, you know, and like so, like there's just huge chunks of America, probably like easily a third, if not more, were people from like mainly from like Germany. Right. You mm-hmm. know. 
you know, and, and of course in England, you know, and, and, and the UK, uh, but that's mainly those or the, where that's where those populations are heaviest. were like in, you know, new England area, you right, know, right. like most of like the South and the Midwest, it's all German. There are just tons right. of Germans, except for there's some Scandinavians up there in Wisconsin and in yep. and, and that area. Up yeah. There. So there's lots of Czech and German down here in uh, my neck yeah, of the woods. Lots, lots, yep. lots. Mm-hmm. Yep. Lots yeah, there's of, yeah. a lot here, too. Um, my favorite little town here in Missouri is Herman, Missouri, and there's a lot of German there as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we grew up to, near at, um, um, we grew up in, near a town called Loyal, Oklahoma, and it was uh, all Germans uh, for the longest time, and whenever World War II came around, uh, I can't remember what the, it was a German name, um, but like they wanted to make sure that everybody knew that they were, even though they were German, they were Americans. Right. So they changed the name of the town uh, to Loyal. Cool. That's a. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's where the name Loyal comes oh. from. I wish I could remember uh, what it was before. Um, Always learning here on the podcast, yep. man. So. Cool deal. All right, so hit us some more with your yeah. What was our next your, with number? your Krampus stick? <laughs> All right. So, um, speaking of steak, well, not like a stick steak, but meat steak. That's Ooh. on. That's something that's on the list. My and it's not traditional steak, okay. but it's, it's gonna. We'll get there. Fantastic. Um, so number three on my list is number eight on the websites list. So Ukraine. Decorating with or decorating Christmas trees with spider webs. Um, to me, this isn't like weird. I think it's really cool thing. Yeah. Um, let's see. It says Ukrainians tell the story of an old widow who was too poor to buy a Christmas tree. Her family instead tended to a pine cone with such tenderness that it eventually began to grow into a tree. Yet the widow still had nothing to use to decorate the tree. This caused her great grief. A spider overheard the crying widow and overnight decorated the tree with a beautiful web. And so now they decorate their trees nice. with webs. That makes now nah, that makes sense, yeah. and that actually is kind of cool. It looks yeah. Cool. It's also yeah, it's it like tinseled, sweet. you know. I mean, that's yeah. like you know, it's got that same kind of yeah. thing. It's just decoration and some tinsel and stuff. Very like that. cool. Totally overlooked right. in my world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I would uh, not personally be happy with that being with my fear of spiders, but you know, hey, <laughs> spiders and Christmas, right? And so we already went over number four on my list, which was the Cannellonia crapper. (laughs) (laughs) And so number five on my list, which is my favorite, it's number 23 on in the article. And this one is called Greenland dining on. I'm going to butcher this. It's spelled K-I-V-I-A-K. Do you know how to pronounce it? Maybe Kaviak or Kaviak or K Kaviak. Let's do. I'm gonna me, guess Kaviak. Hit me again. What was it? K-I-V-I-A-K. I-A-K. I'm gonna guess Kaviak. Kaviak. Anyways, what that means is, or delicious decomposing bird inside seal meat. 
<laughs> That's a great name. I mean, yeah. If you're if you're looking for effect when you're naming, hold on. Caviac. You hear that? Caviac. So it's Caviac. 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 So it sounds almost Russian in a weird way. Well, that makes sense because they're right up there. You right, know? right. But so Caviac. okay, it's 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 a it's what is it? It's it's bird. Yeah, they're taking dead birds and dead placing birds. it inside of a hollowed out carcass of a seal, and then it says the seal is left to ferment for seven uh-huh. months under Holy. a rock. Mm. You got that funk going on. Wow! Right. Strong stomach. Maybe maybe it builds strong stomach when you eat that. You think so? Uh, where where is this I again? Hope so this is Greenland. 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 Okay. Well. Okay. Well. Here's the thing. You know. I mean, Greenland was obviously. You know, is Greenland is not green at all. It's covered in ice and right. it's a harsh place. And it was settled by you know the Nordic people, Vikings, and so you know basically. You've got to eat what you can find, and so that's why they have a lot of that weird kind of like rotted fish, and um, yeah, you know, rotted meat kind of things you know, are fermented, you right, know, right? Because um, mm-hmm. that breaks it down and kind of like gets it, you know. Yeah. Oh gosh, but I can't imagine the smell. Uh. <laughs> I, and I don't even want to. I don't even want to. Uh, the taste, the you know, acquired uh, acquired taste for sure. It would have to be, you know. Oh boy, not yeah. on not on the plate. That would be, a, <laughs> would, uh, you know, vegan, vegan Christmas for me that year for sure. Oh, man. absolutely, that's definitely not on my plate. Yeah, not in the neighborhood. Yeah, don't even no. bring it no. down the driveway, yeah. dude. Yep, yep. <laughs> I appreciate, you know, I would thank you very much, but I would, uh, I would have to have, uh, uh, just respectfully, respectfully as possible, decline <laughs> the uh, caviar, uh, you know, of the. <laughs> <laughs> the fermented you know, fish. The fermented f- bird fermented fish. bird and Ugh. seal dish. Oy. Yikes. Wow. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah I didn't know about I'm that. Sure. I mean, yeah. That's really cool. And like Barry said, it's always cool to learn new mm-hmm. stuff, especially, uh, you know, what to avoid sometimes in travel. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love it. I love it. Get this. We call it what's your weird story, right? But we don't limit it to weird stories. It's true. Sometimes we have crazy travel and epic adventure stories. Sometimes we do book reports and other special episodes. Sometimes we'll cover some weird news. Sometimes I'll see one of my oldest, dearest friends just dancing around and punching the air for five minutes before we sit down and record an episode. But hey, it's all good because it's fun to talk to people, to make new friends, to get in touch and reacquainted with old friends and hear amazing stories. It's getting that time now 
to get a little cozy and get close to the fire and dim the lights and share those those special Christmas ghost stories yes, of yes. yore that uh, we've had. And of course, it's been tradition to have Uncle Jeff share the read the stories. Uh, but again, he is a. Uh, uh, he, he's helping Santa to, out. Yeah, he's helping Santa. Yeah, that'll work. That'll work. You Unable know. to attend for uh, for various reasons. So, uh, so we're going to be reading in his uh, stead. So, uh, we got a bunch of Christmas ghost stories. True, apparently, true Christmas ghost stories from the website yourghoststories.com. Now. These are written in and submitted by people, and uh, what we're going to do is we're going to share them with you, and we're going to read. And <clears throat> I will. I guess I'll start. Go that's for all it. All right with you guys. Well, let's mm-hmm. do it. Take my traditional. Uh, give me a quick lug of eggnog here. Ow! Wow. I like a little extra shaved nutmeg on top, if, yeah. if, I, yeah. if I do say so myself. All right. So, this is actually, uh, this is actually, since we are, this is a holiday special, we all celebrate Christmas, but there are other festivals of, you know, winter festivals to celebrate and share. So, this is actually a Passover story, um, and it is a Passover guest Submitted by Sherm seven eight four and um, from New York, and it goes a little like this. Here's a good one. I'm quoting from this point out. Here's a good one. I was born and raised Jewish, and celebrate Passover as per tradition. Uh, for those not familiar with the story. Jewish people do not eat bread or any bread products for eight days each April due to the suffering of their, of their ancestors. Uh, so I guess Passover is in April and not around the hol- this holidays. But hey, you know what? Holiday ghost stories still. <laughs> should probably read these before we go on the air. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We're learning. We're learning. That's right. All right. Still a great story. That's right. Uh, I had been so busy this week, uh, this week that I had forgotten to cleanse my house of all bread products, as the tradition implies. Uh, this is there was a big bag of cookies, non-kosher for Passover. That's a uh, you know non-kosher. Well, it, it was probably it's probably they were probably kosher cookies, but uh, it was non-kosher for Passover. You know, you're not right, 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 right. Uh, uh, there's a big bag of cookies, non-kosher for Passover, that I left out on my desk uh, from before the holiday started, uh, slipping my mind that it was now Passover. I ate some out of that bag. Uh, last night before bed, okay, uh, I thought nothing of it. Listen, you know, nothing of the fact that it was cheating. Fast forward to five a.m. I wake up to a bright light and a very mysterious sound. The sound was like a ringing in my ears, but a different kind of ring. It was almost like 
some high titty high pitched whistle in my head. I can't really explain beyond that. It's my dramatic reading. I'm trying to get love it across this, here. man. Okay. It's just like we're sitting at the right. table, man. All right. The light was from my PC screen. Uh, that's a personal computer for uh, for mm. those out there. PC uh, com- by PC computer screen, which is you know redundant if you ask. Me. Oh, uh, but I digress. The light was from my PC computer screen. It was still pitch dark otherwise. I had closed my monitor at bedtime and then and and the, <laughs> I closed my monitor at bedtime and the only way for it to turn on would be for someone to sit down open it up turn on the monitor box and which requires a bit of physical force you, mm. know, you have to toggle a switch yeah yep so then physically move the mouse on the pad I live completely alone, as you would imagine. I live completely alone, and there is no external force that could have got that screen open. It made me sit up and definitely got my attention. The first thought came through my head is that this is a warning. I checked my heart rate. I checked my throat for any possible obstruction. Nothing out of the ordinary. I was fine. Then I remembered the night before eating those cookies. Now it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Just remind me to keep it kosher. Is that possible? Has anyone had that kind of whistling or ringing in their ears before as a sign of someone else's presence? Ooh. Wow. Spooky. There you have it. Your ancestors are reminding you to keep kosher and carry on. That's great. Um, I love it. I, all right. Uh, I, hey, I love a great Jewish deli. Love it. Uh, yeah, kosher, absolutely. kosher pickles, bro. Come on now. Oh, you cannot. I could kill some kosher pickles. Oh, smash it, dude. That's, whoa, good yeah, stuff. Good absolutely. Stuff. Rye bread. Mm. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. And the soup. And All the right. soup. All right. I'll go next. I'll go next. Uh, my This is from... Uh, the story is called Holiday Visits from Loved Ones. Okay. Hold on a second here. My late grandmother died three years ago. And when I found out, I went into what I guess could be called or described as a as autopilot. I got so depressed that I wouldn't even leave the house or talk to anyone. It went on for over a month. Then two days before my birthday, I woke up in the middle of the night because of a familiar burning sensation on the back of my neck. And then it says explanation at the bottom. Okay. It's, it says, I'm just glad it said back of the neck. Yes, it says that burning sensation is exactly my own sixth sense. This is what this is. This is what the burning sensation is. Okay, it, again, on the back of the neck. I'm correct. Yes. It's anywhere. <laughs> I mean, other places. Would not probably. be good. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, it lets me know. If Especially so- if it's familiar. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Definitely. Absolutely. It lets me know if someone is nearby. If I should hit the deck. Uh, 
if I should hit the deck, if something bad is ha- has about to happen, etc. It also saved my hide a few times. That was misspelled. Okay. But I was wondering, does any anyone have any clues to what the sixth sense is? Okay, so back up to the thing. Once I woke up, I noticed that someone was sitting on my bed, brushing my forehead with their hand. I thought I was still dreaming until I opened my eyes and saw my late grandmother. She looked down on me, smiled, and said, Happy birthday, sweet pea. Then she vanished. To this day, she visits me around my birthday, Christmas, and Easter. Does anyone else have regular visits from loved ones? Oh, wow. That's really nice. I love that. Yeah. A regular visit from, you know, if my Nana was regularly, as long as it was, you know, appropriate, you know, an appropriate time to be visited by a family member. Sure. You know, there are times that you would not want a ghost family member to just pop up. Yeah. Um, Depending on what you're doing, you know, uh, you know, like if you're in the restroom or, you know, some some moment of intimacy with uh, someone else, you know, you don't want that. You don't want pervy Uncle Steve coming around, you know, especially if you're stroking your forehead. Yeah. Keep that guy away. uh, I don't have a pervy Uncle Steve. I just came up with that name. But I just want to. Steve calls you after he listens to this. Well, oh, that's great. Okay, next. Uh, All right. Next on the list. Um. Okay, so I did not pick out any stories. So okay, Adam okay. sent me some stories. Okay. Um, yes, I sent stories. I did a keyword search for Christmas, so that's why, or holidays, and that's why, uh, uh, you know. Mine was Passover and Barry's was birthday. And although Christmas was mentioned, so, you know, hey, it's either Christmas, it could be Valentine's Day. It doesn't matter. Hey, it's hey, part of the fun, really. Exactly. It's, um, it's just about it's, celebrating. It's, it's, it's holiday roulette over here at the yeah. Story Podcast. This first one you sent me, it says New Year's visit. There we go. Okay, so sweet. we're going for New Year's. Let's do it. And this is by, by Anina. And this was from 2015, Country, the Philippines. Okay, it goes, I've always believed that dreams are a bridge for the living and the departed to connect. I've grown up with stories by family about our deceased loved ones who wish to convey a parting message, giving warnings, and sometimes simply checking up on the people they have left behind. This particular dream is still somewhat fresh in my mind, and by far the most emotional one I have encountered. For the most of last year, my grandfather had been greatly suffering from cancer, which for one of us, or which for one, was quite difficult for my family to swallow. Nonetheless, we kept ourselves prepared for the worst, and the worst did come when he passed away just before Christmas. His passing was quiet and peaceful, and when I came home that evening, nothing felt weird. It was just like that. He was gone and we can't feel his presence anywhere in the house. Not his belongings, not in his room, not even in the spots of the house he frequently visited. To say the least, I found myself sad because of it. You know when you wish you know when you wish he'd at least manifest for a final goodbye, but he didn't. But then on the morning of New Year's Day, I had a dream. 
I was conversing with a couple of relatives and they called me saying someone came to visit. I saw my grandmother climbing up the stairs to the living room I'm in, or I saw my grandfather climbing up the stairs to the living room I'm in and he smiled at me. He was wearing white and looked like he had gained weight. I took it as a sign that he, de- he that he's definitely better. He reached for his breast pocket and handed me money, and he said it was for me, a gift for the holidays. I resisted the urge to hug him because I know the dam will surely break. Mm. He went about the house, show, or we went about the house showing him the changes my mom did in his bedroom, and he said he was satisfied by it. He then proceeded to grab a couple of belongings for him and Grandma, who passed uh, who passed on 12 years prior and told me that she sent him there in the first place. At that point, I've been physically heaving from the emotions welled up and eventually I woke up crying. My I woke up crying my eyes off for a good 10 minutes. The wind in my room was cool and comforting and the gray overcast in the middle of the day calmed me down a bit. I'm just happy he found peace and wherever he is, I know he's breathing freely no more oxygen tank and no more pain. That's Thanks cool. for reading. Nice. Mm-hmm. Another that's visit. Nice. Yeah, yeah, that's that nice. That is great. Yeah, family, especially, you know, in the holidays. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're going to make this work. We're going to make this work no matter what. The family visits during the holidays. It's one of the best things about the, the holidays, really. 100%. Seeing oh, yeah. the family and, and old friends, you know, and all of that uh, good stuff. So that was very nice. Yeah. So let's see what else we got here. I have one that is titled, uh, this is by, written by a cherubim from Oregon. Um, It is called Merry Christmas from the Other Side. Years ago at Christmas, I got a big tin full of popcorn from my mom. Oh, you that's that's always a good thing. Great. You know, this big dude big underappreciated. Dude, the Christmas yep. popcorn under yep. I'm going on record yep. most underappreciated item yep. of the yep. holidays. Everybody loves it, dude. Everybody loves it. No, Absolutely. It. Everybody's got their favorite flavor. Do you yep. like that red kind of I, I like the one? cheese, bro. Do you I like, like the, the cheese. cheese yep. Or you like the caramel uh, or cheese. the butter, just straight up butter. I one. like the butter too, but give like me the, the cheese. And the caramel man. every time. Yep. I yep. love them all. Yep. Let's not kid. Yep. Yep. I like them all. The red, the red is great. The red is almost the last to go. But man, there's something about it. You're like, you know what? This is not. I don't know why this is always. 100. I always think that this is bad. It's Agreed. not bad. It's good. Agreed. What is yeah. the red popcorn? Because when I get the popcorn tins, it's just cheese, butter, and like the candy popcorn. Well, it's candied, but it's a different kind of candy. It's not caramel. It's okay. Uh, so it's not or like actually, the Cracker Jack, you know. Yeah, it's yeah, of, mine is like Cracker Jack, it, and it's either Cracker Jack, butter, cheese, or uh, butter, cheese, and kettle. I like the kettle too. Kettle. Yeah, I've never had really like good. a. I've never had a real like candied popcorn. I'm gonna yeah. have to find this. They're, 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 it's it's good. It's got kind of. Um, gosh, I can't even really describe it, but it's like, it maybe has a little bit of cinnamon to it. I can't remember. Interesting. Okay. Um, but it's usually, it's good. They're, they're, cool. It's, you know. Nice. It's definitely probably the, like, the least popular flavor, but it's still a good flavor. So. Okay. All right. All right. <clears throat> so. <laughs> um, years ago at Christmas time, I got a, big tin full of popcorn from my mom the last Christmas we had together. 
The metal tin was almost a foot tall with an angel on top. After eating all the popcorn, I filled it with old pictures I had lying around. Uh, There were all kinds of photos of cousins, camping trips, and more. Months go by, and I'll open the tin for a certain picture, uh, knowing uh, it's in there. I love my pictures, and we'll spend hours going through them. I've planned to put them all in an album one day. That's ambition. Nice. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Once in a while, I'd open it and notice it's only half full. Later on, there would only be two or three pictures at the bottom of the tin. I didn't know what to think about it or understand why it would occur. It was just the tin was emptying. The pictures were leaving. That's interesting. It's wild. Uh, there was another Christmas coming, and I pulled out the old popcorn tin that I had filled with photos. And my mom gave me the year she passed away. Not the photos, but the uh, the tin. Uh, I started to at last put them in the albums. I pretty much knew what was in there now. It wasn't as packed, uh, so full of photos. Uh, I put, um, I put them aside for later. And that sense, uh, sorry, doesn't make a lot of sense to me. But uh, anyway, uh, I was watching TV late one night. My mind drifted away to all the holidays gone by. I thought of all my family and friends and that I love and that are on the other side now. Looking at my old photos brought them back. Memories, and I missed them so much. I told them all hello and Merry Christmas. Then I drifted off to sleep. The day before Christmas, when I opened the popcorn tin to get a special picture out, right on top were pictures of all the people, the very same people, I had said hello and Merry Christmas to. There was even a few extra of my brother who who had passed away. I don't remember having at all. Our family had very few pictures of my brother, and there there he was, a picture of him and his favorite dog. I was happy and totally baffled. I was just so surprised at the order of these certain pictures of my family and friends were in there. They were in the order I was remembering of them a few nights before. I sat there in silence looking at their pictures when suddenly I realized they were saying hello and Merry Christmas to me from the other side. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Tales from the dark side. The pictures were disappearing, and then they came back, right? Like, that's... Uh, I mean, this didn't happen to me. Because um. <laughs> the way I like, took the story yeah, was... It's like they he, were like... He fills up the bucket. Right. They, the person, they filled up the bucket, but then, like, they were... It was and like... Then, the order is changing, and some were coming and going. I don't know, but... Uh, but, the, but the main thing is that... Um, 
they had been thinking about, you know, all of the family and, and everybody who had passed. And those, when they opened the, pic, the, the tin for the photos out, uh, to put them out, you know, mm-hmm. those were the images in the order of the, that they had thought of them okay. that proved Simon, including the brother who had passed. So, I'd be very con- like, okay, it's really cool that they said hello, but who was the ghost taking them? Nobody knows. I need to know: is this still happening? Do do the photos still disappear and come back? I think that they put them all in albums by now. I mean, okay. that seemed to be the ambition. That they Are they disappearing mentioned. from the album? Take a picture album. of the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, all right. I'll go. Uh, this is called uh, A Christmas Wish. I know there's life after death. I know spirits are real. And I believe if you are receptive, things will happen. It's a beautiful thing, and I always, I only wish it would happen more often to me. I've always been fascinated with anything of the spiritual nature and have dabbled in astral projection. Had some great luck with a Ouija board. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and have dreams that feel like visits. I lost my mom 12 years ago when I was 26 years old. From a very aggressive brain tumor that killed her three weeks after her first symptom. We were very close, like sisters, and when she passed, I suffered greatly. I still cry in this I still cry in my sleep sometimes. She was only forty eight years old. Wow. Damn. And because I lost my dad at fifteen, I felt very much like an orphan when she left me. I totally relied on her for support in every way. My mom died. In March that year, our first Christmas without her, I went home for the holiday to spend Christmas Eve with my grandmother, my mom's mom. Before I went to her house, I stopped at the cemetery to visit my mom's grave. It was a very cold, snowy day in uh, Massachusetts, and I was feeling very sad, lonely, depressed, still grieving. I stood at her gravesite and told mom how much I missed her and how much I needed to know she was watching over me. I asked her if she could give me a sign or let me just see her one more time. I really needed that. I was standing there sobbing, looking off in the distance, hoping to see her or hear her or something. Nothing happened. I got in the car and drove down the road to my grandmother's. It was early in the afternoon. We didn't need to be at my uncle's house for a few hours or so. So I laid down on the bed and rested with my grandmother, resting, resting while my grandmother sat on the couch in the same room. We were both having a tough time being the first Christmas without her, but neither of us wanted to talk about it. I didn't even tell her. I went to the cemetery because I didn't want to make her cry. So I rested for a few minutes just thinking about mom. Suddenly the TV across the room turned on by itself. I looked at my grandmother and she simply smiled and said, angels. I smiled back and said, yes, I know. We were both thinking the same thing, but that was the extent of our conversation. The TV is fine. It had never done anything like that before. And the remote control was on the table, nowhere near us. That was the sign I had asked for and mom delivered. 
it felt very special and it had something, it has a smoothing effect on me for the rest of the Christmas season. This may not sound all that profound, but I really did have a huge, it really did have a huge impact on me. Wow. That's very, that's nice. Very yeah. kind. Very, uh, that goes back to what we were talking about before. You know, you, you get, sometimes you get a visit. Yep. Yep. And, and you, you know, I mean, you've, and she's, she was looking for that kind of uh, comfort. Yep. And there it was. She, and she realized that's, uh, that's what it was for her. So, yep. yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. All right. My next story, I'm not going to say the title because it'll give it away. And okay. I read the first couple of sentences and it seems like a good story. So this is by Serenity Gold from 2017 in Florida. And it goes, so this is my first story I've written, but I have been reading stories on this website for like six months now and decided to create an account because I think I may have a story of my own. And I always love the thought of having a paranormal experience, which I never did until now. So my grandpa on my, on my mom's or my mom's dad passed away in 2012 and I wasn't that close with him so I didn't really cry when he passed because I was still young and this was my first encounter with a family member passing and I didn't know what was going on I mean I did but not really nothing really happened in those years after he passed until Christmas morning uh, 2016 when we had recently moved into a new house earlier that year and this was our first time having my aunt mom's sister and my cousins and my dad over for christmas all together we have a four-bedroom house my aunt and my five cousins came over for christmas my room is the closest to the living room where my aunt and four out of five of my cousins were sleeping it was christmas morning and as me being me, I was excited for Christmas. So like usual, I woke up earlier than everyone else. When we were decorating for Christmas, we went all out. We had Christmas decorations everywhere, including a music box that sat on the table next to the Christmas tree. Nice, nice. Yeah, I'm excited about this one. I forgot where the music box came from, but I think maybe from a friend of my mom's, it was a really cool music box, and I would play it any time I got to because it played jingle bells when you turned it on. Anyways, I got up earlier than everyone else and went out into the living room to see if anyone was awake. They weren't. Everyone was fast asleep, so I went back to my room. Now the walls are very thin. I went back in my room and decided to lay down and play on my phone until people get up. I was just playing on my phone when I heard the music box go off. I wasn't scared because it was a light sound, but I could tell it was the music box because it played the same jingle. I just let it play out until it stopped now. It, now if you know a music box, you would know the longer you turn it, the longer it would play the song. This went on for the whole Jingle Bell song, so it would have had to be turned all the way. I let it I let it pass and went to play on my phone more, and about 30 minutes later, everyone woke up. I didn't tell anyone about the music box until later that night when my aunt and cousins left, and my dad stayed because he lived further than everyone else, so he wasn't going home until the day after. 
I told my mom the whole story. She believe in she believes in ghosts almost as much as I do and is the only one who believes me when I say I feel like there's a ghost around because she had she has had some experiences herself. I told her about the box and she said she believes it was my grandpa telling everyone that he was there. I didn't believe her until I started thinking about it more. I haven't had any other experiences other than that. At least I don't think I have. So I thought this was the perfect story to type as it was my first experience I remember. I just wanted to know if it really, if it was really my grandpa that morning or just my imagination. Who's to say? Yeah, right. Yeah. And I like that story because I'm obsessed with haunted items. So maybe it's just a haunted item. Right. Yeah. Because it would to me it would make sense if it was owned by her grandfather or maybe he liked the song Jingle Bells, but there's no real explanation. This person doesn't quite even remember where the box came from. Right. Mystery unto itself. Mm-hmm. Great. Great. Wow. Man. Who's got the eggnog? Pass the eggnog. All right, here we go. Take a take a big long head off of that while I <laughs> prepare to share with you uh, a story called "A Sad Christmas Eve." Um, so you guys better come back with some good ones after the happy after this. This is from Ghost Seer in California. <clears throat> All right. Uh, It was the first holiday without our father, and we felt really strange. Uh, It was a tossed salad of emotions. On one hand, it was for the best. Uh, Our parents just didn't get along. The fighting was terrible, and we hid in our rooms as we listened to them bicker. Finally, it was over. They sat us down one day and told us they were getting divorced. We knew it was a good thing, and in a way, I was relieved. No one listening to the grown-ups, no more listening to grown-ups acting like children. This is what it felt like. I took charge of the younger kids, and I kept them away from the slaps that rang out when daddy and mother lost their tempers. Anyway, Daddy moved on, and Mother, well, she did the best she could, I guess. The first year was really hard, but we tried to find normalcy in everyday playing, going to school, and, you know, just being kids. The first Christmas was a somber affair, and we had been told in advance there just wasn't enough money for presents that year. I hoped my daddy didn't have too much to do with it, but I suspected he wasn't spending much, if any, sending much, if any, in child support. Uh, We were barely getting by as it was. I was a sickly kid. Something was always happening to me, but I understand it now. As a, as sensitive, as a sensitive with gifts, my body was under tremendous effort. 
Okay. Anyway, uh, not to dwell on that aspect of my story, I want to tell you about the first Christmas we lived without my father. Uh, My brother was being fitted in a costume. He was going to be playing an angel in the Christmas story. I kept arguing with my mother, telling her the costume was right. The angel wings were bigger, wider, with longer arches uh, where it curved down. I remember my brother saying, how would you know? He laughed. I was indignant, but I couldn't say anything back. I had seen real angels, and I knew what their wings looked like. Who would believe me anyway? I stayed silent, fuming at myself. The evening progressed, and my mother was sitting in her chair next to the doorway of our bedroom. We were listening to Christmas music and reading. All of us kids were laying around on the carpet, quiet for once, engrossed in whatever we were doing. I caught a glimpse of something to my right, so I looked up at the right moment. In the doorway to our bedroom stood an old man. He had high-waisted pants with suspenders and a plaid shirt. And I remember blurting out, who is that old man? My mother looked up from her book and said, very matter of fact, oh, that's your great grandfather. That would make him my grandfather. He died before I was born and he likes to visit during the holidays. I had never seen him around in the past. My brother and sisters were looking at me and my mother like we had lost our minds. She went on to explain that she had been given just one picture of him. And when he manifests himself, he always appeared in these clothes. What man? My brother spurted. I don't see anybody. One of my sisters chirped in. By the time everyone, by the time everyone was through commenting on what had transpired, the old man was gone. He didn't say a thing. He never lived in this old house. He uh, he had died in another country. It was the first and only time my mother wanted to discuss the ghost of her grandfather, and she didn't say much. As soon as he was gone, she acted like it had never happened. And this, we never discussed uh, the paranormal again. Over the years, I think she liked to think that this was one of her own little, this was her own little secret, I should say. Uh, I can't explain how, but she was a bit narcissistic. Uh, I wonder why he showed himself just to me and my mother. Any ideas? So there you go, another uh Family spirit for home for the holidays, and he's got, uh, you he's know. got a got a thing for mother daughter uh, combos. That's right, man. The boys and another sister didn't. They didn't have the special sight, the gifts. Um, they didn't weren't able to see the old man in his suspenders and high water pants. Interesting. Yeah. Lots of yeah. visiting. And, lots of visiting yeah. in these stories. It's, you know yeah. what you do at Very the holidays, cool. man. Yeah, I dig it. I wonder. Um, did that person mention if they were the oldest of the siblings? 
I believe they did, yes. Okay, so I could see, like, their parents splitting up, maybe the oldest and the mother being more affected. Like, maybe the younger siblings don't quite understand what's happened. So the grandfather comes back as, like, a way of protecting uh, the two that it the divorce is affecting the most. Yeah, well, it seemed like the parents didn't have a good relationship, and, you know, yeah. there was slaps being mentioned. Now, it could have been the mother slapping the father or uh, other way around. We don't know. It didn't really explicitly say, but, mm-hmm. it's you know, there's definitely uh, some. But the mom said, you know, he, he comes and visits on the holidays. Okay. So, and she, you know, so I guess that had been a regular kind of thing. And uh, she kind of kept it to herself as the uh, author noted that she was a bit of a narcissist. Right. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. Very good. Uh, family Christmas. Family holidays. <laughs> yeah. You take the good with the bad. That's right. Uh, All right. You have any more there? You have. I've got a pretty lengthy one. You got okay. a short one over there uh, by chance, Tilly? Yeah, this one is short. All right. Let's 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 do it. Let's bang it out. All right, this is called Christmas Guest by Jess BCR25 North Carolina. And it goes The conversation between my dad and I took place in 2000 when I was only 10 years old. I must be honest with you that I couldn't remember how it was brought up, but we began talking about my dad's uncle with giant ears. I told him, I know, I met him. He would give me the weirdest look and argue that I hadn't. I reminiscent with him about his father's Christmas parties, and there was one in particular of when I was five that I remembered a really old man with the biggest ears you'd ever see that would try to meet me. He would get real low to my level and would put his hand out to try and shake mine, and he was all shaky, and I couldn't understand a thing that was coming out of his mouth. I remember being very frightened by him. My dad did recall me crying a lot that night, needing to be held more than usual. I said I would run and hide behind everyone's legs, but seemed to be fine in in just my grandmother's arms. I said, yeah, because I was trying to get away from the big-eared man. But his disbelief was much stronger since the man I had been describing to my dad had died a whole eight years before I was born. My dad was a skeptic for the most part when it comes to ghostly spirits. He swore that I had to have seen a picture of him or heard him talk about him, but it would just frustrate me that he or people would just disregard my memory that night of the shaky, big-eared man that mumbled, trying to meet me. But now my dad has already passed this year at early age of 52, so I can only hope that he proves himself wrong and pays me a visit one day. I'm still waiting for that day to happen 10 months later. Wow. Wow. Another big-eared uncle, man. Yep. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, that reminds me of like a a moment I had um, kind of recently. I was telling my mom a story about how um, I remember my grandfather, um, or no, my great grandfather visiting. Um, we lived in a trailer when I was a kid. We lived in a trailer that my grandfather, my mom's father, had built with his father. 
And I do remember him being in the hospital. And I thought, like, from my memory, I thought he got better and for some reason lived somewhere else um, because we moved into the trailer that he had built and lived in. And then there was the house next door that my mom's father and him built and that my grandma and grandpa had lived in. Well, recently I was telling my mom this story. Yeah, I remember him visiting us and I remember seeing him in the hospital. And she told me he never came home from the hospital that he had. So basically her father passed away on her birthday, which was six months before I was born. And then his father, my great granddad passed away um, maybe a year after I was born. But basically we lived in California. That's where I was born. And then we moved back around the time I was uh, 18 months old and we moved into his trailer and um, and then he passed away sometime shortly after that. So we did visit him in the trailer or in the hospital, but he never came home. So in my mind, I remember seeing him and she asked me, well, where do you remember seeing him? And I said, in the brown recliner. And she said, well, that is where he would sit when wow. he lived there. Damn. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. But I don't think that was on like a holiday, but that's like nobody believed like that for the longest time. My mom may or may not believe like <laughs> just like in this story. She's like, well, there might be a picture somewhere of him sitting in that chair, but I don't think so. But one story that she does believe is her grandfather living in that house um, he said that he would see a man standing in the hallway, peeking out of the bedroom of like in that hallway in that same house. Damn. So, but I feel like I saw my great grandfather as for the guy in the hallway. I'm not sure. <laughs> wow. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That man. It's so weird. It's, uh, mm-hmm. You never know when it's going to come, you know, those little yeah, weird moments, yeah. you know. Exactly, yeah. You just kind of em- embrace them and, mm-hmm. and, you know, go, wow, that's just a nice little bit of, you know, of magic, you know, yeah. in, sure. in their ordinary world. Yeah. Um, when my grandmother passed away in 2017, um, when we were burying her, um, there was a pink butterfly that floated by and landed right on her name on the tombstone and she's buried beside her husband so it could have landed anywhere but i did take that as like a sign that she was visiting sure but ever since then i'm still waiting like i felt i i kind of felt that whole the rest of the year that was from in september of 2017 i did feel like a weird presence almost that the entirety of that year um and then I haven't felt anything like that since then. So personally, like I've been waiting because I believe, you know, they will visit every once in a while. Sure. So yeah, I've just been waiting. Yeah, that's, that's uh, cool. that is cool. I think it's, you know, no matter what you, uh, you embrace those things and you just, you roll with it, you know, mm-hmm. like we, like we talked about before, you know, life is really weird and, uh, you can either choose to embrace those types of journeys or, or not, you know, and, I, um, yeah, I, I'm, 
thankful that we have people that enjoy going on a journey. Hey, you know what we need? What's that? We need a new ad for our merch store. Our merch store. I've had a few people reach out to me and ask me, just how do we get What's Your Weird Story merch? Huh. How do we get that What's Your Weird Story merch? What's dash your, spelled Y-E-R, dash weird dash story dot myspreadshop.com that's what's dash your spelled y-e-r dash weird dash story dot myspreadshop.com that's correct get in touch with us go buy some merch we got some cool stuff yeah dude and you know what if any of our listeners out there have some really cool ideas or has some really cool what's your weird story type art that they want to see on a t-shirt get a hold of us Maybe it'll happen. Awesome. All right. Well, I think that uh, it seems the party is winding down here. We're running out of that uh, world famous eggnog. Yeah. I'm I'm so full. uh, Yeah. yeah, Right. Empty cans. Yep. So, you know, hey, everybody out there, we hope you have enjoyed our little uh, office Christmas party. And uh, we want to thank you for for tuning in and, and listening. We hope you have great holidays, uh, whether it's Christmas or uh, you know uh, Hanukkah or Pass well Passover, which is in uh, April. But hey, you know, good one of those, uh, or you know, whatever it is you're celebrating this winter time. We hope that you are, it's filled with uh, family and fun. And uh, also uh, the res- the uh, requirement, the right amount of uh, of weirdness. Beautiful word, love it. Thank you. <laughs> I was trying to find. I think I made that up, but uh, it was amazing. <laughs> All right, everybody, have a happy holidays. We will see you next time uh, as we round out twenty twenty three and head into twenty twenty four. Ho, 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 and all of that good stuff. Uh, Until then, be safe. Be weird. And for me, I'm going to say be spooky. (laughs) Love it. (laughs) As always. Love it. Gotta stay spooky. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, everyone. Mm -hmm. As always, if you have a weird story, we want to hear it. If you have a lot of them, we want to hear them all. We can't do this podcast without your invaluable contributions. Whether it's sharing your stories, listening, rating, and spreading the word about the podcast. Thanks for listening. Till next time, be safe. Be weird. Stories presented on the What's Your Weird Story podcast are, to our knowledge, true experiences that our guests have had. We can't take the time to research all claims made, and besides, it's just not as fun.